You take showers in the basement. Yeah, because over the winter, this was the warmest water was down here. And now I just have a bunch of stuff of mine. Can I reach the sink? Come with me and you'll be inside of our downstairs bathroom. Where oh. I draw boobs on steamed pieces of glass. If you want to know different boobs, I will go ahead and draw them. If you want to unbuckle your pants and get ready for a gasm. <laughs> Ding dong dong. Come see you am with <laughs> me. Here's a towel to dry off all the semen. When you're done wiping the semen, you can eat the towel because it is made of candy <laughs> like everything else in this world. You just have to spew it. <laughs> <laughs> so childish. You have to eat the towel. Well, it's made of candy, so you can. I know. Like the teacup. He eats the teacup. I loved that so much. What was that teacup made out of? I think wax. No. Yeah, it was. He didn't actually eat it. He, it could have been chocolate. No, it was made of wax. He took a bite and. No, it's not wax. That was it. They cut away. He spits it out. What a magical part of that movie. <laughs> When she's eating the cream out of the uh, mushroom. I told you that whole set smelled because the chocolate river rotted. It couldn't have rotted. From It's not like it's real chocolate. I think they used some kind of dairy in it. it no, why would up. they do that? Was... Why wouldn't it just be water? 25 fun facts about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from Ugh. Geek Tyrant. And you have to hit next page after every fact with fake next page buttons yeah so you, you accidentally hit those so you hit the wrong one those are the worst but people fall for them all the time because if you really are interested in that content whatever it is if you just do a search right on what it's about you can find a better article yeah the chocolate river was actually made of real chocolate water and cream it spoiled fairly <gasps> quickly and left a terrible smell you're right this is that's folklore it's not folklore. It's real. Folklore. Wilder said he would make the film under one condition. He wanted to do the somersault. Oh, that's right. In the beginning? Yeah, where he comes out limping and then he does what the somersault. What a weird request. They were like, uh, yeah. Well, he said that having right. Willy Wonka start out limping and end up somersaulting would set the tone for the character. He wanted to portray him as someone whose actions were completely unpredictable. Hmm. Kind of a liar. The Wonkatania boat was on a track in the Chocolate River, but the actor playing the Oompa Loompa, the helm, thought he was really steering it for the sake of believability. So they lied to him and told him he was steering it? Who cares? Oh, man. But have you ever really looked at him? Wow, what a performance. I've always said that. Yeah, because if he knew that it was on a track, his steering would have just been all over the place. Like a kid who's pretending to drive and the steering wheel just goes left to right, left to right. Where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ, and Autumn, before you move forward, I, I'm saying that this is, I just want to make this perfectly clear. This week's topic is Autumn's choice. It's her choice because if people see this, they're going to think, oh, it's got to be the guy's choice. Not my choice. Autumn's choice. All right. My choice. <laughs> Sorry about that neurotic disclaimer. No, I get it because the choice this week that I wanted, the topic I wanted to talk about is breasts. Mm-mm. I mean, that's very nice. Hmm. How about knockers? Or maybe bosom. Ooh. Chesticles. <laughs> that one's disgusting. I know. It's the worst one. And people then have a play on that. Breasticles. Ugh. Fun bags. Floppers. Ooh. Tits. <laughs> I'm surprised it took so long for that one to come out. <laughs> Flapjacks. We we didn't even see boobs. Well, 
Yeah, I think that's too obvious. You yeah. say boobies. Boobies, titties. You ever come across men who still say boobies? No. Good. Do you? No. <laughs> no, not that I can think of. I saw her boobies. Cuddle nugs. Is that real? Dirty pillows. Oh, that's right. Did I say fun bags? Milk jugs. Lady lumps. <laughs> what is the uh, one play on big old... Oh, tiggle biddies. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Why? Take old bitties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and starts firing a shotgun. That's yeah. what I... <laughs> All right, so there you go. There's a rundown of different names for breasts. I feel like tits is the, sec- the most sexual one. Why so? I feel like... If you're trying to be sexy or something, you're never going to be like, oh, my boobs. Oh, my no, no, yeah. yeah, boobs is too cartoonish. Right. Breasts, I guess, is too clinical. Yes. Even though it, yeah. So, and I think if someone was having a mature conversation, they would use the term breasts. Yeah. I I go between boobs and breasts. Like, bro- boob is the, is the, what I usually use. If I were in a doctor's office. I probably would still say boob, but <laughs> maybe if I was writing it to someone, I might say breast, but I feel like that's become the most mainstream term boobs. But boobs. do you ever sit there and think about it and how goofy it really is? Yeah, it is a real si- silly, the double O's, the two B's. It's cartoonish. It's not a sophisticated word. No, not at all. And, but it's became, become the mainstream term mm-hmm. for, like you said, you go to the doctor and you say, my boobs hurt. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I still might say breast. I don't know. It just depends on who I'm looking at. Like, if maybe if the doctor seems real stiff, I might call them breasts. But if I seem like I might get along with this doctor and outside of the office, I might call them boobs. Yeah, so, so the I'm, more comfortable so, I feel, I'm going to say boobs. So I'm the doctor coming in. Good day, Ms. Fisher. Tell me what's going on with you. I don't know. I just have, like, this, um, this pain on my right breast. See, okay, so I say breast in this situation. Well, let's take a look. Take off your shirt. Oh, uh, that's is there it. supposed to be that's, like another nurse in here or that's something? The, that's the end of the uh, role play there. Okay. <laughs> um, I, but, by, by the way, I always feel like I know doctors are supposed to be professionals and they go in and this becomes a medical thing for them and it's not a big deal. But there has to be a doctor, a male doctor, and there's a woman that he finds attractive. And then there's something going on with her breasts and he says something like that. And somewhere in his brain, don't give me this crap that he's able to compartmentalize. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works because I don't, I don't really, I don't think that I would ever be in a situation where there would be something that I find so sexual in other times and so clinical in other times. Unless it was oozing some kind of pus. Well, of course. Then you're just trying to fix the problem. Had scales on it. Yeah. I'm not saying I have a scaly right breast. I just have like something heart i don't know something weird here okay and that but now listen if i was going to call you greg and, and complain about something i'd say yeah my right boob hurts there's something in my right boob i would never be like my right breast is painful maybe you're trying to put on a show for the doctor to seem a little more sophisticated it's just the setting i would never go to my gynecologist and be like my pussy is itchy <laughs> but that that's not the standard <laughs> word for it well neither is now, boob has become, yeah. as we've already established, the way I, right. I get what you're saying, and I can understand this. There's no need for me to argue against it because I don't even believe that I'm right. I don't think there's a right or a wrong. There's just a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a clinical setting, so I think it's you just yeah, and it's just like if you were, uh, uh, I don't know, in school or something. Not you know, like in college, you wouldn't talk about. I don't know if you're writing a paper or something. You wouldn't write boob. You'd write breast. It's just the it's just the the setting you're in. Yeah, hey, Doc, my ween's yeah. oozing. Yeah, come take a look at my junk. My dick's, <laughs> I wanted to say bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I got blood coming out of my pee hole. I don't, I don't think I would be so casual if there was blood. That's why I paused there. I think there'd be more panic. Right, right. Just, hey, Doc, uh, got something I... going on with my wiener. It's bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bleeding piss hole, Doc. <laughs> what do you think it is? 
Uh, whip, let me whip it out here. Uh, boom. <laughs> yeah. Hey, All right, anyway. Hey, Doc, on my way in, I saw that reception she got, and she's got some tickle bitties. Yeah, she does. Up top. <laughs> so. What if he high-fived you at that point? The doctor. I think. Hell yeah, then. Yeah, for that guy, it'd be a hell yeah. For anyone hell else, yeah. I'm getting out of here. That doctor's not someone I want to be around. Okay, continue on. So what I mean is I don't find anything that sexual that in other times I would feel so aroused by something. And then in different times, I would find it so clinical. So it's weird to be a man and be looking at women's breasts because like a female doctor isn't like looking at some like some, you know, GP isn't looking at some guy's penis because he's worried about an STD. And she's like, oh, yeah, dude. You know, no one, she's like, okay, <laughs> I have to look at a penis. It works a little differently though, right? It, it's, yeah. it's on the same, it's on par with that. I'm going to send you a dick pic because you're going to like this. And right. most women, I, I figure there's two reactions. There's a giggle uh-huh. or there's a moment of disgust. And either way, they're showing their friends and then they're oh, yeah. laughing at it together. Yeah. The, 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 the real thing you do if the person, if you send a dick pic and the person wants to see the dick pic, it's not because of your dick. It's the meaning behind it. It's that like he wanted to show me it because he wants to have sex with me. It's not like, yeah, because a dude, when you send him the boobs, it's like, yeah, boobs. Yes. Yeah. You know? It's nothing. It, it, it's the, not like, oh, she cares or she wants me or she wants to have. Well, she, I will say they're can be more there's the possibility for more to it in the same manner as wow she's into this and mm-hmm. we're doing this thing we're sexting right. but but the baseline is certainly well boobs right. look at this this right. is amazing i'm gonna keep these forever see now that's one of my questions i want to start with is well th- let me just ask why we're talking about this in the first place because is there a specific reason? There's been a lot of nipple talk going on back and forth. You got this, like when we text or talk, uh, that's been coming up quite a bit. You got that T-shirt that's got all the different boobs on it. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a, a phase you're in. Um, I guess so, yeah. I don't know why that's happening. I also would like to state that the nipple talk is not sexual. It's mostly, No, it is not. It's, it's mostly about your nipples. And how they're the size of a dime. They're very small. Well, we're talking about the areola at that point, too. They're, oh, right, right, right. So when we talk, yeah, yeah, we're talking about. This is going to be interchangeable. We're not going to stick. Yes, the nipple is the actual part where the baby. The, the center. Yes. And then. With the glands and everything. So we don't really know medically. So we're just going to throw these terms around like a normal person would. Sure. So if you want to get all high and mighty about that, go ahead. We understand that we're not doing it completely correctly. We know that you're right, but we're also using the umbrella term of nipples to include the nipple and the areola. Yeah, mine are the size of a dime. I Before the show, I wanted to, so I put a penny up to them, yeah. and the penny was a little too big. Wow. They're very small. Wow. They're very, they are small. Maybe I'll take some pictures and post them. I hope so. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I mine know- are... Mm-hmm. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not huge. Yeah, yeah. keep <laughs> they're, going. They're not small. <laughs> now you're really opening the door. Now people uh, are going to start posting the comments. Come on, on you post a picture. <laughs> yeah. Want to see them tickle bitties? Oh. Um, I wait. Okay, so I wanted to ask about why it's. Well, you moved away. You were oh, about to give us a very say? detailed description. I don't know how big they are. They're That's fine. Big. Okay, we don't need to talk about the it. The whole thing. Well, first of all, I'm a woman, and so my boob, my nipples tend to be bigger. And I've had kids, and I've breastfed them, so I feel so like so now they're all out of shape. Is what you're saying? No, they're not out of shape. <laughs> they're just they're not like hanging, dangling. It's like twisted metal after a tornado. That's what's happened. You know when um the the there's like a magician or something and he puts something poisonous in a teacup and the person stirs the teacup with that spoon and then he brings out the spoon and it's all like eroded and acid and all worn away. That's what my nipples look like. Mm. Yeah, that's very sexy. I know. It's not sexy to begin with if you really think about what they are. We can get into some kind of clinical description. Well, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, I want to talk about the sexualization of breasts in general. Because Because you're constantly having yours remarked on. 
more more like um it I happens found- i see it quite it's if you just wear a shirt and when we're doing the other radio show there's not one day that goes by where someone can't make a comment about it i know and i'm not even wearing i'm not wearing anything like low cut it's just my chest my top of my chest is showing so this is and- yeah this is something that you deal with yeah, but that's fine. I know. I understand. When I was growing up and my boobs were coming in, I thought that they were very sexy. I was very into them. I was like, yeah, boobs. Oh, my boobs. I liked them. But as I've gotten older, I guess I've just gotten used to them in, in one way. And then the other thing about having kids and then breastfeeding them, it really takes something, the the sexy part out of your brain a little bit. They're so useful <laughs> you want me to take this you want me to take the sexy part out of your brain sure. subcutaneous fat covers and envelops a network of ducts that converge on the nipple and these tissues give the breast its size and shape at the ends of the ducts are lobules or clusters of alveoli where milk is produced and stored in response to hormonal signals mm-hmm. during pregnancy the best the breast responds to a complex interaction of hormones including estrogens progesterone and prolactin that mediate the completion of its development Namely, lobulo-alveolar maturation <laughs> in preparation of lactation and breastfeeding. Right. Mm. Mm, take off that shirt. Yeah. I want to see those fun bags. <laughs> Motorboat them and squeeze them and make a honking noise. Well, see, that's the thing. So women get implants for them to be nice and big. And when after we have kids or if we've lost weight or, you know, as, as we age, they... You know, they head south, just like everything does on your body. And people find them less and less attractive. And just the fact that they're a, a symbol of of sexuality, if you really stop and think about it, is kind of weird. Because the, my first thought is in Europe when they have, you know, breasts are allowed, you know, kids and everyone see more breasts in their daily lives. I think it's in the newspapers. It's on, I think it's in commercials sometimes. It's on TV. They're less sexualized, but I still think that they find them sexy, right? Like, I think there's still women pushing them up in dresses to make them look nice and round and bouncy. And then <laughs> they're still, like, enjoying them sexually. But then they're just not as taboo about having their breasts exposed well this falls into similarly drinking you introduce drinking responsibly in europe this happens quite often doesn't mean binge drinking doesn't happen but hopefully a higher percentage of people at that point aren't going ape shit once they're in college and getting booze and have access to it and it's the same thing especially here in the united states and that breasts are highly sexualized but taboo and off limits in a manner that I don't even, it's not quite, maybe it is unhealthy the way it's presented because it puts the significance to them that men come up with stupid sayings and phrases for them. Ultimately, that's what leads, because if it's just something that was normal, I don't think, we'd still still be an attraction. And I know you want to get to where does that attraction even come from? Because one of the things, um, I, I saw this study when I was looking into this, preparing for this show, and there was a study that, um, took a look at 191 cultures. Now, I don't know exactly what the cultures were, not, not countries, but cultures. Mm-hmm. And out of 191 cultures, only 13 put importance on breasts as sexual objects. And then of those 13, nine said big ones were preferable. So that's not, it's a very low percentage overall. And yes, where does that come from? Right, because other, you know, in, in, some of I'm sure in those well, okay 100% oh my god someone made fun of me online for saying 100% a lot <laughs> so now it's in your I, head I know I say it sorry okay so I know don't hey hey no 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 sidetrack it don't apologize for this don't give that person uh, that much power don't ever give a person that much power over you because they no, made I a think comment right. well even if it's right you don't apologize for it oh I'm sorry because That's I'm not creative or interesting to keep saying the same thing over catering over. the shows to, to you only and I've let you down no but I agree with the person all right that's fine but don't apologize that's all I'm saying all you right, can agree I'll, I'll do better I'm sure I I realized when we first started doing this anytime you'd say something I'd follow up with yes 
and then I would move in. And, or I say, I think too often. And it may, it may still happen quite a uh. bit. But, you know, we're, we're all becoming aware of things that we do as we try to better the show and right. better ourselves as host of the show. But don't apologize. All right, all right. All right, mark it. We'll cut that out. <laughs> I'm leaving. No, that's staying in. This is live to tape. Okay. These, these kind of things are going to stay in. So anyway, right. do you, did I throw you off? Do you even remember what you were going to say? Uh, yes, that the other cultures that did not place importance on breasts, whether big or small, they those mothers also breastfeed because the first one of the things I thought about was, well, we sexualize them because we're all breastfed. And so we want the boob. But you know, and, but unless it's instinct, which there is an instinct that goes along with it. I was not breastfed and I'm hesitant to say that because I know these days, you know, people would like to throw my mom in jail for giving us formula <laughs> yeah. rather than breastfeeding us. Oh, my uh-huh. God. The worst mom ever. Lock her up. Throw away the key. Mm-hmm. Let her suffer in isolation. Anyway, that aside. So there is the instinctual part of it, but I was never breastfed and there's still an appeal. So there was not something that was built in my brain as a young child as the connection to the breast. The for instinct food. to breastfeed was there even if you were never breastfed. Yes. And so the draw to the breast, I thought, would be part of it. But then if you think about other cultures, they're not interested in the in the breast. And there's a debate. No one knows the answer to this. Yeah. There's a debate that goes on. It's it's on in line with the nature versus nurture thing. Are we born with a sexual attraction to a breast? And here's the thing with the the breastfeeding. Then that means women should also be sexually attracted to breasts. We are. You are. You're drawn to them. Sure. In a way like a man is. No. So explain, so what's the draw on your end as a lady? Well, just, I mean, well, they're sexualized in the culture, and so that's there. And then, yeah, you just, I mean, aesthetically, things look nice. A woman's body is way more attractive than a man's body, typically. Not to say that there are no men's bodies that are attractive, but. No, there's a reason they make sports cars with curves rather than, you know, the cheap cars of the 80s were mm. boxy cars. They were right. these ugly things that nobody, the people drove because they didn't have the money to buy something that looked better. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. just to the eye, curves are much more appealing than mm-hmm. a box figure, than sharp angles. Well, and like I said, when I was growing up, and it's it's changed for me because I guess just being, you know, just growing up and maturing and boobs are not as, important to me but i don't know even if you're looking at porn or something you might look for something i mean i'm not looking up like big bibs it's not it's not like that but when you're looking through the list of things to choose from i might not choose something because someone's boobs are weird (laughs) (laughs) so i just i just don't i just don't know if it's the same pull no i don't think i I don't think it is and if it were tied strictly to breastfeeding there should be i get it this you know, as people, humans mature, the different chemicals come into play. And right. maybe that would trigger something so it's not as appealing to a woman. Um, but, you know, there's, there's the idea that big, full breasts represent fertility. Oh, fertility. Or the ability to, you know, there's a healthiness to that woman. Uh-huh. I don't know. How much do I buy into that, too? Because really... Men don't need to be so picky. The idea in nature, quite often what you see is the male, the peacock or these birds, whatever. The male's the one showing off because the woman has to choose the male that's fitting. Sperm is sperm is cheap is what they say. There's a lot of sperm compared to eggs. Sperm is cheap. So guys don't need to be so picky about it. They're like, "Ah, well, whatever. I'll Mm. just. So that idea is that go these ample breasts let me know that this woman's going to be able to have my child and feed it properly. It just, it it doesn't play the same way. It doesn't. I wonder why it's different for us. Is it because of the male patriarchy? (laughs) It could be. There's this idea. So with primates, Uh for example, um, well, just in general, mammals are the ones who have mammary glands and primates closest to us as animals. None of them really have face-to-face sex. Right. I think gorillas did at one point, and scientists lost their shit. They saw this happen, and they, whoa, this doesn't happen. So there's an idea that they became sexual because of the fact that humans 
are really the only mammals that consistently and probably the most basic position have face-to-face sex. Interesting. And then there's that whole like looking into each other's eyes, all that stuff. I just see shame when I do that. Like I don't see shame in the other person's eyes, but it makes me feel shame. I was like, oh, she's looking at me and she can see into my soul. Do you tell her not to look at you? (laughs) Don't don't look. (laughs) Don't look at me. Don't look at the emptiness. (laughs) (laughs) Then you'll know that I just want this to be over. (laughs) So then you have to be weird and you're like, oh, slap me. (laughs) I don't know what to do. Oh, this is so fun. I mean, feels good. <laughs> it's not that bad. There's certainly times that I've gotten into it. Okay. <laughs> Just eye contact. Uh, it has to be a very specific person. And then she's real creeped out. If it's a, if it's Why a person. Are you staring at me? Now you're not breaking eye contact. I'm just trying to prove to you that I'm capable of emotional intimacy and closeness and vulnerability. Okay, but you can also blink. Yeah. Okay, well, we're done with this face-to-face oh, stuff. All right. Turn me over. <laughs> Let's Let's go back. Yeah, this. So this doesn't happen often. Can I be in the next room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. What do I care? Can I go? Are you s- done? <laughs> okay, me too. Oh go yeah, go. I finished as soon as you walked out, but I didn't want you to know. Yeah. I was embarrassed, so I just All pretended. Right. Just pretended. You want, you want anything from the kitchen? No, I'm going to bed. All right, I'll be in soon. I'm gonna take your time. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna escape this shame. Will you will you go to sleep before me so I don't have to talk to you when I come back in there? <laughs> yeah, I'll be talking in my sleep though. You'll be saying things like "you stupid piece of shit, you loser, uh, son of a I, bitch." Yeah, okay, I can't. I can understand what you're saying. Oh. Yeah, he's just doing that thing where he's talking in his sleep again. You know, What's on Netflix? Referencing how much he hates himself. It's normal. Oh yeah, that's the norm. Don't worry about that. I find that helps me go to sleep now. Now I can't sleep without him talking down to himself in his sleep (laughs) soothing so in primates i want to (laughs) say that uh nipple play though (gasps) in bonobos oh those sexy bonobos when they're masturbating Uh uh-huh has been recorded not during sex but when they're masturbating they will rub their own nips those bonobos are the sexiest of apes yeah that's your favorite They fuck. Do you know they have like group sex? They masturbate while other people have sex. Great. Good for them. It's crazy. Those bonobos. They like to party. They're closely related. So that shows you. Yeah. Yeah. Given any kind of or taken take any structure we have societal structure and means of acting properly. This is exactly what would be happening with us. We like to think we're the smarter more aware beings but if you just let it go everyone would resort back to the most baseline animalistic my nipple my little dime-sized nipple (laughs) (laughs) my dime-sized nipple um they're very strange by the way when i was looking at them Uh they're just there and it's normal because everyone's got them and I was looking, it's, it's strange that these two things are just on my chest and I never actually think about them more than this. This is the most time I've ever spent thinking mm. about my nipples because they serve zero function. I know that men do have, can be aroused through yeah, their, their a little n- nipple play. Not mine. I, they don't really seem to be sensitive. There's not okay. much going on. And then there's that rash I have in my chest. So that usually distracts my attention anyway. Sure. Um, yeah, some <laughs> just, people have, no, that makes sense. I know. I just, yeah, sure. I just, there's a rash. Maybe other people are wondering what this rash is. <laughs> yeah, sure. So. Yeah, the rash. Uh-huh. No, it's just a, it's a dry skin thing that I'm trying to take care of finally. Yeah. You're, you're, you're rash. In the yeah. hot weather, it, it gets a little harder to, because nipples? it's, it's not dry. Well, no, the nipples get harder in the cold weather. The rash in the, in the warm weather. Your tiny nipples can even smother. (laughs) (laughs) They shrink up. No, no. No, they're not usually the size of a pinpoint. They disappear in the wintertime. They're so cool. I'm in the freak show on Coney Island. The man with no winter nipples. (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, shit. What was I going to (laughs) say? I'm so distracted by your sideshow freak nipples. You've got the man who nails 
the nails into his sinus cavity, the sword uh-huh. swallower, the contortionist, and then the man with no winter nipples. Just gone. Oh, I was going to say, why why are it's it's more sexy like more sexualization of the breast to have the hard nipples through like a white t-shirt well what is that that's why the i get listen i get it right i see that and i'm like whoa that's sexy but i'm wondering why maybe because it's not fully on display but it's not completely leaving it to imagination okay so you can yeah it's giving you like a hint of something there's still a reveal so mm-hmm. the man seeing it, becoming excited by it, yeah, or or a woman. I I I, I agree with that fully. I just mm-hmm. when I talk about these things, no, I get it because the I I believe you that men have a, a a more biological drive toward the breast. Well, I wonder how lesbians feel. That'd be a good question if they're attracted to breasts as much as men are, hmm. because they're attracted to women, right? Yeah, like I'm attracted to a woman's body, but not her vagina at all. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm like a gay man in that respect. Or it's like, no, I don't need to see any of your puss. <laughs> not interested. Well, you would assume there needs to be a physical attraction. There is a physical attraction. And, you know, I have no clue, so I don't feel so comfortable speaking on the matter. But with lesbians, is there yeah. a draw in the same way? And a man would see breasts and think, yes. Yeah, I would assume. I guess, hey, any lesbian listeners, we need your help. Yeah, maybe we should have asked you before we did this. But I didn't even even think about that aspect of it before. No, I I didn't either. I would have tried to get an answer on it. And I'm sure it's all over the map. Oh, of course. Yeah, people's just personal preferences and taste. Because even with men, you've got the men. I'm an ass man. Yeah. Which that in itself... I don't like the one or the other type of thing. This kind of behavior really drives me insane. Okay, you like one or you're attracted to one more than the other, but it's not something you need to present to the world because it doesn't say anything about you that promotes you in any way that I care about. Right. Like someone saying they're an ass man all of a sudden deems them a certain type of guy. Oh, you like breast? <laughs> That's like you're a white wine drinker, obviously. <laughs> I'm a little more sophisticated with my tastes. Yeah. I like the ass, which is the equivalent of the red wine. Oh, I like I like the asshole. And so I'm really into like smoky scotch. <laughs> cognac. Cognac. The asshole is the cognac of the body. That's the way it's treated. It's like, no, let me tell you why I am this type of man. And yeah. I will go into a deep philosophical explanation about it. And no. It's not that. There's just some lizard part of your brain that prefers that, and let's leave it at that. That's fine. That exists. I'm not saying that that shouldn't exist. There's no reason to unsolicited throw the information out there for people right. who don't care. As some sort of uh, um, like part of your personality. Yeah. It tells yeah, it's you. Taste. You're like, it's like saying, like, I'm a grape man. Yeah. If you have three things to tell a person. Uh, like, about- no thanks. No apples for me. I like grapes. <laughs> I'm a grape guy. Exactly. And then you go into this long, ex- look, I don't care. Okay. You don't like apples? Fine. Oh, you're for, oh, you like apples? What are you, from the Midwest? <laughs> don't eat the apple. I'm from, I'm from grape country. And if you're going to tell me why you don't like the apple, it better actually be a very interesting, funny reason behind it. Right. Um, but no, if you're, if you give someone the opportunity, you have three, th- tell me three things about yourself that helps me have an idea of who you are. And surely some person would throw that. I'm a breast man. I like to fight. <laughs> and that tells you. I own a boat. And I like butts. And I, okay, I take it back. That tells me everything I need to know about you. I hate you. I hate you. I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> I read hardcover, I, hardcover books. I have a PhD in philosophy. And I love ass. <laughs> and again, though. Outside of the ass thing, the person who throws it out there, they only read hardcover books. I was like, eh, I don't really want to know you. I don't like, you're, you're pretentious. There's, look, we just went to both sides of the spectrum there. I don't like, I don't like either of them, Mm -hmm. ultimately. But going back to your question about the, the white t-shirt that's wet. Yeah, I think it's just, there's still the reveal to come later. Right. And I will get to reveal them. I get to see them. And then you see them and you're like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's just so dumb at the end of it. And you like, immediately dive in and make, as I already referenced, the honk. Has anyone ever grabbed your breast and made a honking noise? No, but I had a friend who um, was making out with his sister's friend. And she was older than him, and he felt very excited by it. And she was on top of him, and he took her shirt off and her bra off. And her, she, he said, and he was, you know, we were in high school, so what does he know? And her, he said that her boobs were hanging down, and they were hanging down like udders. And he thought that they looked funny, and so he grabbed them, like try, like went, whoop, like was pretending to milk one. Wow! And he and told she you was this? So annoyed. Yeah, because, and I don't. <laughs> I remember being like, why did you do that? It's just funny to think now, like he's, he was such a little boy, you know, in a lot of ways, but his body was a man. And so he was driven in that way. And so when that happens with two young people, but then really his brain was really, I guess, still a little boy who wanted to honky honky some boobs. Where does <laughs> that know? come from? What is the drive to do that? Because, because he's still a little kid. So... Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that, but he's old enough to the point where he's revealing a woman's breasts hanging down that triggered this thought in his mind that the proper thing to do is to make a cartoon sound effect. I don't think the pro- I don't think he ever thought about what was proper. <laughs> okay, well that's the uh, his instinct. Yeah, still, instinct. instead of instead of like the instinct being what an adult man's instinct would be, which was like let's keep going this direction. Instead of like honka honka, I feel like men would do that. Adult men, that, no. that still comes into play. No, look, you, you're giving men too much credit. They're children. They don't evolve that emotionally. Yeah, but they don't want to mess it up. They don't want to mess up this moment and not have sex. So they're not going to. So they're on their best behavior. But again, if we get to the baseline and just allow them to be that bonobo, bonobo your bonobo brain. Yeah, the bonobo brain would lead to a honking noise. Okay. So I want to, uh, so when I was thinking about uh, different cultures and their ideas about boobs, I thought about the Europeans, like I said, but then I also thought about, my first thing is like those tribes in Africa, you know, where they paint their bodies red and they're all beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think you're making a pretty broad statement there, but yes, I get the idea I'm of what you're talking specific- about. There's a specific group of people there that put that red clay in their hair and their skin is all red because they put it on their bodies to help the sun and everything. So they have their boobs out. Yeah, a lot of the tribes. Yeah, all a lot of tribal cultures have their boobs out. And so what are they doing? Do you think that they are more not as not in the same way bonobos as in like not able to think with a human brain and understand you know, appro- when things are appropriate or whatever. But I wonder if their sex is less forward-facing, you know, like a face-to-face sex because they don't have maybe the sexualization of the other's bodies. Well, I think they probably still have forward-facing sex. The, idea, so? the idea with that is that's just natural for humans to have forward-facing sex, and then the draw to the breast grew out of that. Mm. And it was something that reinforced because if you're having sex that way not that it's the draw in the first place to have face-to-face sex so i'm sure that they still uh have plenty of face-to-face sex i i am curious as to if because they are out women's breasts in yeah. that culture just out constantly i did read something that said uh and i don't know the specific uh culture that it is but in cultures like that the shape of the breast they prefer is different it's one that matches the shape that women in those cultures have ah, because they don't wear bras and right. you know long yeah and this is to them what the ideal boob looks like interesting so, so less round more oblong yeah there is an attraction to that so obviously there's a part of this that is learned behavior yeah. but there's a part that it is built in because i remember being a kid and i have you know, I'm first grade, so I'm not really old enough to have gotten to the point where, you know, I, I guess maybe you're around enough where you know that breasts are off limit. So like, those mm-hmm. are boobs. Can't see those in a movie. Yeah, if like a movie comes up and some nudity and you're told to close your eyes. Yeah, your mom puts her hand over your face. So I guess there is already a point at that age where even if you're not sexually attracted to them yet, it's it's 
happening. It's going to happen soon, but it's already been instilled. Because in first grade, I came across this Life magazine that my parents had on a table. And there was a whole article on uh, breast cancer. And I had no clue what breast cancer was. I didn't even know what cancer was at that point. But there were pictures of women with their tops off. And I liked it. Right. I, I wasn't even sure why. But I looked at it and said, oh, I like that. And then I knew, this is the part where probably, you know, the behavior of our society came into play. I knew that I couldn't be caught looking at that, though. So I would look at it quickly and put it away. And then I got to the point where I get home from school and I go to the bathroom with it and just look at it. I'm pretty young. There's not anything else going on at this point. See, like if you were in England, then I feel like the same draw to them would be there. But maybe, and, and and also I feel like if you were drawn to it and someone saw you looking longingly at these boobs, I feel like then someone would, you would feel a little embarrassed or feel like that was something to do in private, but. But you shouldn't. I think if you catch your kid looking yeah. at boobs in a Life magazine, it's not like they got a hold of well, some raunchy penthouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an opportunity. I mean, at that point, you're young enough. I don't think it would be so embarrassing to have a conversation with your kid about it. I don't know what you would say. Yeah. Maybe you don't actually say anything, but you don't act like it's a bad thing. Maybe that's... Oh, yeah. Maybe that's... Well, you never, never should shame a kid for something that comes natural to them. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, if I caught one of my kids really looking down some boobs on a... <laughs> on a breast cancer pamphlet i guess i would just offer this was a life magazine on them it i'm was sorry a life magazine it was i guess i would i would let them know that if they have any questions or ask them what they think you know like what do you think about that yeah and see if they're like oh, nothing I'm like okay never mind it is a, it is sure i think that's maybe the most you can do but to say don't look at that right it's a strange thing because then the question is why and then that just reinforces that this is off limits even more so and then so when you get older and you actually get to the point where you're with a woman, yeah, then it's like, ooh, off limits, but not yeah. for me now. It's like me being an adult and I can eat ice cream whenever I want. It's still, <laughs> so I'm gonna. It's still embedded in being a kid. It is, it's like, I couldn't eat this when I was a kid, but now I can make choices on my own and I will eat ice cream all the time. So is that what breasts are to, you think, to American culture? That uh, possibly, to an extent, I think that is a big part of it. It, This can't be answered, and nobody has a definitive answer for it. There's this idea that um, chemicals are released when mothers are breastfeeding. Yeah. That helps promote bonding, I think. What is Uh it, like oxytocin? Yeah. Yeah. And studies have shown that men can also have that released when their nipples are stimulated. Okay. And there's an idea there. It's like, well, this, and you know, and it still happens with women when they're stimulated and they're not breastfeeding. So that promotes bonding. And another reason that people think that there's an attraction to breasts is because humans are monogamous or at least strive for monogamy. Um, and a lot of other animals don't. And so this bonding chemical is part of it. Right. But, you know, it's all over the map. No one can say for sure why or where or when or how big <laughs> well yeah i mean that that's something too though people prefer different sizes yeah i don't understand that like circus boob what is that like the, the just the oversized like crazy big boob <laughs> people are into that right are you talking about implants at this point yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know who's it. I guess those people are female, female impersonators. Yeah, no, I think that's a very good description. They're overly sexualized. The only thing about their body now is it's like the people wear, say, wearing a shirt saying I'm an ass man. <laughs> like I have boobs and they're huge. And this is the only thing you're going to see about me. And then like, I think I was watching, um, Something on Snapchat, you know, that comes up where it's like, the look, something, the look. I don't really know. Anyway, there was this woman with gigantic boobs, and she was saying, like, you know, I'm actually really smart. I got a degree and whatever and blah, blah, blah. There's something between my head in here, up here. 
It's like, but you were projecting something that's so huge. How is anyone going to, it, it wouldn't be any different than if I wore a hat with a feather that went up three feet, you know? And it's like, yeah, I'm also, you know, a mother and a daughter and I have a podcast and I'm on a radio show. But why are you wearing that chicken? Oh, this feather? Oh, yes. that's my feather. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're putting something out there. And if you're trying to also say there are more, there's more to me than just this one thing, then don't make that one thing so big <laughs> and in my face. And the only thing that I can see about you. Yeah, I was thinking when you said this woman describing herself and talking about how she had a degree. Right. And and there's something going on in my head, even though 254 of my heads would fit into each one of my breasts. <laughs> like how many Earths would fit into Jupiter? Jupiter's red spot. <laughs> something, yeah, it's something similar to that. But the fact that she needs feels the need to put that out there in the first place means that people there's a judgment that she's aware of that she must be an idiot for doing this and i that must come from one the idea that big boobs are better and that's what men prefer Mm -hmm. and at some point because you don't jump right up to that big do you no you can't you have to do all kinds of things like you can slowly get bigger and bigger implants or you get like a bladder under the skin to and you pump it full of maybe saline or air or something a certain amount of times until it slowly stretches out your skin and then you go into surgery and they take out the bladder and then there's enough room for an implant. So there's steps involved and I assume... I think the illegal ones that are like gigantic, gigantic are like this weird string. It's like medical string they put inside the body cavity of the breast cavity or something. So there's steps. But so I assume the woman gets bigger boobs, gets more attention or perceived attention, Mm -hmm. whether or not it's real, it doesn't matter if it's perceived because she's got more confidence suddenly, Um, you know, that could be a result of it. You're not hiding away as much. Mm -hmm. And then you say, get more attention. Like, all right, well, if I get bigger then you create this correlation, then if I get bigger, then maybe I'll get even more attention. And I think there's some kind of misrepresentation of one's own body like when she looks at herself in the mirror this is assuming a lot and again i'm sure everyone who does this isn't driven by the same thing but there's got to be something like this going on if we were looking at animals behaving the same way we wouldn't say like well every animal's different and they all have different no it's probably something very similar for every woman who gets a giant circus ridiculous huge boobs but I'm sure that there's some kernel that's the same between every single one of them. That's fair. Uh, but, you know, if the person is happy with it, ultimately, as we said in that vanity show we did, who are we to judge yeah. it in any way? But, yeah. and, and who am I to say that the person really isn't happy if they go to that extreme yeah, length? Yeah, I guess I'm not really talking about whether they're happy or not. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not either. I'm just trying to play this out in my head yeah, like, yeah. I do think there's some um, negative reinforcement to begin with about the way the person looks and then there's positive reinforcement but then it gets out of hand and runs wild the compulsion I think like anything else anything yeah. in excess it can become a compulsive behavior because I don't know if there's anyone who really sees those giant ones and is I'm not saying there's not an attraction because yeah. it's an overblown, exaggerated representation of something that you are attracted to. So there it is. And it's like, whoa, this is, again, it's the guy was able to have a bowl of ice cream, but now I can have a gallon and who's going to stop me? Right. There, there it is right in front. But I don't know if there's anyone who really looks at that and that's what they prefer. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of these people are married. I yeah, just, they're lovable. They can be lovable people. They don't need to be rejected. No, no, no. I, I, and I don't mean that. But with something like, with with someone having their body modified to that extreme, I mean, you can still love the person, but I feel like it would be hard to still be attracted to that. Possibly. But maybe you aren't attracted to it. 
I again, this is territory. Who knows? Yeah. Unless we. All right. Anybody who's listening who has a wife or a girlfriend with huge circus <laughs> tits, let us know how you deal. <laughs> like that presentation of them, the huge circus ones. You know what I'm talking about. That does that doesn't make sense to you. No, it does make sense. If I, talk, if I say circus tits, what do you think? It's like there's a tent around them? Well, at first when he brought it up, I didn't know if he just mean because some women grow really big boobs to the extent uh, where they're calling them circus. To me, circus is just here's this exaggerated show of things in okay. life that you don't normally see. So it makes sense when you say circus tits. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just... I don't know if that's the person. The person would want them to be called that. What does it matter? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I, I guess this is insensitive, but I feel like if you're going to have something that big and that crazy done to your body, we're allowed to talk about it and think about it and make fun of it a little bit and not understand it. Yeah, I, I think we can definitely do all that. Ultimately, it doesn't seem healthy. Even if you're happy about it, it doesn't seem like the healthiest thing to do. I think anything in the world is open to discussion and okay. there are things that we don't understand. And so you're going to become curious about them and you're going to assign your own thoughts to them because uh -huh. you don't get it fully. And people don't really talk about it openly. Mm -hmm. What really is going on and it's gotten them to that point. So this is what sets this whole thing up and making fun of things is fine. I think when, when we make fun of things, if it would make someone feel bad about their existence and they're not a bad person if they don't deserve it, because I certainly think that some people should be shamed into oblivion as a get okay. out of here. Don't ever show your face again. I'm going to make sure. But, you know, if it's a decent person, I don't want to make a person feel. No, and I don't either. I, I don't either. But you also have to be aware of what you present to the world. Yeah. So hopefully you would talk openly about it. Right. So you could explain to people. And then they could still pass judgment on you in a negative way. And really, there's nothing you can do because people are entitled to their opinions and if you gave right. them full information. But that's all. That's my only rule. I, I'm not buying into yeah. this things are off limits, just so you right. know. I just Oh, I know that. And I don't want to pass a law that says people can't get circus boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. But also, maybe look into why you want circus boobs. You can do whatever you want. If as long as it's not making another person feel like shit or imposing on their life, yeah, go for it. And I just try to follow that same rule. So I don't want to make other people this feel is the, like shit. This, this is the thread to every show. Well, I think it's a good rule for life. I do too. I just there's no need. You can jokes that just put people down for no reason. That's not what you were doing. Now we're getting off topic here. This isn't the yeah. topic at this point. But I Boob. just just yeah, just quickly. I think it's somewhat lazy also. Like I'm just mm -hmm. going to comment on this thing that everyone else is thinking about and look at this. You're out of the ordinary. <laughs> no, there's certainly jokes to be made about everything. In Circus Boobs, there are jokes to be made. and Just be a little more thoughtful about it. That's all. Sure. Have an hour discussion about boobs and then we can talk. You have any other questions about boobs? I had a friend uh, yeah. when we were kids. He was obsessed with boobs. It, unhealthily for our age. I feel like this was also around first grade. And no, this isn't a stand-in for me and my draw to boobs in the Life magazine. But okay. he was, it's like old enough, but we would go to this pool in the summer and he would grab women's boobs. Like he'd swim up to them and grab them. And I think there was somewhat of a pass that was given to him because he was young. But it's still, even I knew that wasn't something you were supposed to do. Yeah. And he used to keep this folded up bra ad in the bus seat so we had assigned seats on the school bus and i sat next to him and every day he'd pull out the ad that he ripped out and unfold it because he shoved it down into the seat and just stare at it and kiss it and lick it Ugh. it was very strange but then he wouldn't take his shirt off so he'd swim with his shirt on he told me oh, at the pool yeah at the pool he told me he showered with his shirt on because he didn't want people to see his boobs. So I don't know what the hell oh, was going he on. All, he had all kinds of hang-ups about his chest. I don't know. Chest. I had no clue what's going on there, and I don't know where he is at this point. I've tried to look him up because he's the, the kind of person who carried around dead fish in his back pocket. He had a little aquarium, and the fish died, and he put him in a Ziploc bag and carried him around for a day. So, Wow, he, he's a bonobo. 
<laughs> Who knows how many? No brain. How many murders that happened at his hands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, I wish I could find that guy, but he's hiding, probably as he should be. Yeah. Maybe he's a bra designer now. <laughs> he, well, that would be a good thing. So yeah, he, use your powers for good. He took a healthy approach. He channeled his obsession. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with making your boobs comfortable, ladies. Yeah, except he says he only designs with real models, not mannequins. So he makes Ooh. women come in and take their... And he still showers with his shirt on. That's weird. Well, he was little. I don't, know. I don't even know if that part was true. He told me that. But then I, I wondered. And don't you think he was licking that paper just because he was being looked at? Like, he wasn't just licking the paper and being like, oh, you caught me licking the paper. It was like, I think ah, he, yeah, I'm looking at this and watch this. No, I think there was an attraction to it. Hmm. It was, didn't seem to be a show. Right. It just seemed to be this he completely unaware of what was going on. Yeah, wow. And people around him. He also... Well, this is this. So we played video games and we were playing Nintendo in his basement and his little brother came down once and wanted to play. And he said, yeah, you can play if you pull down your pants and sit there and play with no pants on. And I, I, I said that didn't end up happening. And I don't I didn't I don't even know what I said. It was I was very uncomfortable. Was, don't yeah. this happens. <laughs> it didn't happen. Good. But it was a strange. It's well, I don't know. Oh, something maybe is going on with this kid. There's certainly something going on there. Yeah. Well. And it all. We need to end it on a super weird note. <laughs> is that how we're ending it on that story? You got nothing else to take us out? I don't want to end on that very strange story that this that this <laughs> this boy's obsession, unhealthy obsession with breasts and the way he was just well violating got- women's personal space tr- that should have been giant red flags into the fact he was going to be an incapable and not so great human being i don't want to end on that all right <laughs> you have anything nothing else um when you were younger um and you were really into the the uh breast cancer pamphlet that you found on the ground it was a life magazine <laughs> oh sorry um a pamphlet unbelievable did- <laughs> this was a reputable publication what when did you ever like did you see your mom naked? I know this is weird, but did you ever see your mom naked when you were little enough when it wasn't a big deal? Uh yeah. I think there were plenty of times. And then I remember the time it felt like it was no longer okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was just one time I, was like, I don't really want to be around this anymore. Okay. When I got old enough. But anyway, yes. Um, because right now my kids are very interested in my boobs. And like if I have if I'm just if I don't have a bra on or something and my boobs are out, Ellie will come up and she'll like push them with her hand and she'll like want to play with them, but not in like a sexy way. <laughs> Obviously, a, a curious way. You're curious, like she lifts them up and she jiggles them. <laughs> but that to her, she knows that's her future. Being she a- looks at her own boob, or her own little chest, and she's like. She talks about like her boobs, and Pete calls them his boobs. <laughs> well, being a girl, I think Ellie knows that in the future this is going to happen to her, right? Yeah, I guess so. So there's a curiosity there, I would assume, from that sense. Also, right. just it's a difference in your body, something they right. don't have on their body. So yeah. Wow, look at this! Look what's going on. <laughs> I used to do it to my mom. I don't. I never played with my mom's, but I know that I would when she would be naked. I would try and run up to her and like push up, push them up, bring it like a bullseye. Like try and hit my palms on her nipples and like push them up. <laughs> a game. I had a little game going on with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a better one to end okay, on. I think. You, yeah. you play. You, you playing oh. a game with your mom's boobs. Better than this creep. His friends Don't with. bring it back. <laughs> okay. I'm done. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to One Topic. Um, please check out our our uh, official sponsor of One Topic, HoffandPepper.com. If you use the code OneTopic15, you get 15% off of your Hoff sauce order. It's really great uh, hot sauce. They have lots of different options that you can choose from. I think they have some sales going on right now. Um, also, you can find us everywhere on um, iTunes and Spotify and recently Google Play. 
I added Google Play to the list because a friend of mine says that that's how he listens and uh, he couldn't find it. He couldn't find one topic on Google Play, so I figured it out. So I put it up there. So please go and listen and subscribe and also rate and review us on iTunes because that helps and we really like to look at them, at the reviews and see how many uh, ratings we have. It's real exciting for us. And you can find us uh, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram if you just search for us for one topic. So do it. Do it.